0: The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. She said that every living creature on Earth dies alone. Hey. It's bad dog, Hope is a good thing. Maybe the best of things. And no good thing ever
1: dies.
0: The more you know who you are and what you want, the less... I've had kind a of roughing your day. Yeah. You want an
1: unwritten life? I want an unwritten life. I just Don't know what
0: I'm supposed to be.
1: I think you just got to find something you love to do and then do it for the rest of your life.
0: Conversation anyway. It's on a different pop, so I'm wondering if
1: whatever you just did, it clicked. Something clicked,
0: and it was working. I, I hit start recording. Skype's being stupid. Skype is always stupid. I, I hate it, but it's so convenient that I can't stop using it. It's also free, so I don't know. I'm terrible. I spend money on so much crap, but I'm just like, nope, I'm going to keep using Skype, even though I hate it.
1: Imagine if you, you spent like a ton of money just to get podcast stuff correct.
0: Um, expect <laughs> so com-
1: like do so you took your comic book money from the last like four months, you could have had like an audio studio. Let's say well, six months.
0: Uh, well, no, this year, well, the, yeah, this the last six months has been fairly light compared to the previous two years. So it is about 200 to 250 dollars a month, though. Whew.
1: That's not bad. Really, in the scheme of things. You could be buying drugs.
0: Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I, I want to get real honest when you say, imagine if I put all that money into podcasting stuff, and say, right now I would be very, very pissed off.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. So, we're going to get right into it?
0: <laughs> we can. Um, Do you want to...
1: It's up to you. It's your your situation, so I'm not going to... I don't know how much you want to commit to recording.
0: I, yeah, and I don't want it to ever make it sound like, oh, I'm bad-mouthing somebody. It's more just the frustration of a 40-year-old man deciding that I'm just not going to talk to anybody anymore. You know, like, I'm going to go kick rocks and pretend like the rest of the world doesn't exist because nobody cares about me and I should just eat dirt. It, and So,
1: have you heard <laughs> from him?
0: No. Okay.
1: <laughs> Has anyone heard from him?
0: I talked to my dad. I said, have you talked to Ryan? And uh, he said, yeah, why? I was like, because apparently he's not talking to me. Or, like, anybody outside of, I guess, Columbus that can help him in some way. So,
1: um, At least he's but, talking to somebody.
0: Yeah. So, but I mean, long story short, uh, I guess he got upset with me because I, I'm it's going to sound like I'm defending myself. And I guess I am. I have told everybody, including posting on Facebook last week, that, hey, I stopped eating, like, candy and, like, prepackaged uh cakes and cookies and stuff like that which was your favorite uh, yeah and a primary part of my diet ice cream stuff like that not like i'm not gonna have any sugar because it's really difficult to not have any sugar right but the i'm not i'm gonna stop eating things that the primary ingredient is just sugar (laughs) so um in in several different forms so like i'm just gonna stop i'm done
1: and because you've eaten that on a big way,
0: oh, oh yeah, like just to be clear,
1: like it's one thing to say, I'm gonna stop doing that, but if you don't eat it that much, it's not that big of a deal.
0: It, but you it would like, be, um, like if you had if you smoked and you had, I don't know, uh, three pack a day habit, seems pretty excessive, right? Yeah, so and then you were just like, no, I'm gonna stop smoking, cold turkey, yep, you know, you
1: decided that Friday.
0: Friday? Um, so not this Saturday, but the Saturday before that. Okay. Like I, I woke up and uh, I don't know, I was going through my fridge. And, and you, did... you
1: were lying in a bed of wrappers, <laughs> Reese's wrappers, and candy boxes uh, and empty pints of ice cream.
0: Yeah. I, it, a spoon I, sticking out of your arm. <laughs> I did want some ice cream. And then I, uh, I don't know... Honestly, that's not true. I do know what got into me, but I don't know if I want to get into that. <laughs> Lady. It, it was more about like, yeah, like you're just going to be this like worthless pile of like nothing because you're not you're going to be, you know, so sick all the time that nobody's ever going to want to be It's like, God, man, hanging out. Like, or doing anything for Logan is, like, he can't do anything for himself because, you know, he's on his fifth cancer or some stupid like that. So, yeah, it was stuff like that. And sure. I just, I kind of hit a wall and was like, okay, well, you need to be done. Like, it's hard to, like I said, it's hard to be done with sugar. I'm sitting here drinking mm-hmm. a Cayman Jack Margarita drink. And, I mean, it's made with blue agave nectar, which is just sugary substance. But, like, I didn't eat three candy bars at work today. So, anyway, the point being that I've been telling everybody. Like, if anybody at work talks to me that doesn't know, I'm like, just so you know, like, I stopped eating candy and, like, heavy sugary things. So, if you say something... And I sound like I'm being a dick. I probably am, but I don't really mean it. So you like you either gotta not talk to me or be able to let it go. <clears throat> and for the most part, everybody at work found ways to avoid like getting into that. And I would take it out on at one point last week I almost broke my wireless keyboard in half. Like okay. I picked it up And went to go like smash it Against my leg and my boss was Looking at me He was like are you okay I was like yeah and I just put it down on the desk And walked away <laughs> And he was like what's wrong I was like I'm detoxing man Like I know it sounds stupid But I know that's what it is And you know he was like well, "Just Why don't you just eat a little piece of candy Or something like that's not gonna work Man cause I'm gonna go home And I'm gonna be like Fuck it. I had, you know, half of a Twix bar or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I might as well just eat a pint of ice cream. So, because <laughs> sure. I mean, that's that's the way addicts' brains work, you know. Yes. So it's like that when I spend money. If I I can go two weeks without spending a dime, but if I leave the house and spend five bucks, I'm just like, fuck it, let's go, and mm-hmm. then I just run up a two hundred dollar tab on my credit card. <laughs> So.
1: That's when I want to be like. Here's my power bill account. Pay it. Let me know when next time you're feeling like spending two hundred bucks. <laughs> I'll just give you the login, and you can so, call it a charitable donation and write it off yeah. on your
0: taxes. So I, I told him that throughout the week, and he had. I'd asked him, "Did he want to record?" He said yes, and he was being really. Like, I'm sure people have heard him. I, I don't wanna just but he's talked about it. he was high. So which I don't care.
1: And sometimes but, it's and sometimes it's not bad
0: and sometimes it's noticeable. Right. When I ask you a question and I can count to five before you answer me, it's it's very frustrating. So and he was like, No, no, I'm just watching the Braves game. I'll be okay. I was like, Okay, we don't have to record. No, it'll be fine. So we start recording and it's like that. And at one point, I was just like, yeah, I don't really have anything else to say, do you? There it was a long pause. No, nah, I think I'm good. I was like, all right. So I just ended our discussion. And I was trying to talk to him, and he just wasn't responding. It's was like, hello, hello, and no response. So while the Skype was still up, I called his phone, and I can hear it buzzing. I can hear him breathing, but there's no response. Oh. So I was like, did he fall asleep? So I sent him a message. And it was probably ruder than I intended. But again, I like everything I did last week and most of this week has come off very, very prickish. I apologize afterwards and even before. <laughs> but I'm trying. And it's difficult. Yeah. So if I say anything to you or if I have said anything to you, I don't mean it. However, it comes across. And I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, you're good. I got you. So anyway, so so you
1: called him out on it,
0: basically. Yeah. And I got a while with no text and he was like, I just don't want to do this anymore. It feels like work and I'm tired of it feeling like work. And so I'm done. And, and that's,
1: and that's the end, right? Like there's no, there's been nothing else, right?
0: No. no. So, so, um,
1: for our, for our listener, <laughs> Hey Marie, um, you'll be here. <laughs> and Jacob, Hey Jacob. Um, <laughs> but I, I guess I meant for the other podcast. Um, yeah, just I think still, Jacob listens to that too. Oh, he's so nice still have a feud, though, but he's nice. Um, it's our fake feud, 2020, 2019. What year is it? Um, so, yeah, so I guess that means uh, Ryan and Logan make Spencer watch movies will be put out to pasture next week. We're going to still do our last episode, my one audible. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm glad she got it in there, and I'm glad it's this movie.
1: I am, too. Just for Marie, too. I like that she was excited about it on Twitter, and then, and so at least we'll do it. So you'll watch in the mood for love, and I'll watch it. And then um, Spencer, will make Logan watch a movie, and that'll be the final episode. Um, which is fine. Some things happen for a reason, and whatever those reasons are, maybe we won't know for a while. I'm hoping this one has a reason um, beyond, you know, like he was in a bad mood. Like I hope, like long term, like okay, everything worked out okay. stuff like this can work out just fine.
0: And, and it's happened before. It happened to me. Where I was just like, I, I don't want to do this. Where he was like, when are we going to record? When I'm like, to, and but to be fair, I was recording like six podcasts. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? Do it without me. So, but I mean, I was back in three weeks. So, because I can't stop recording myself talking. Um, as for our other show, uh, I don't... I, don't know that anybody that listens to this listens to that, but hopefully it will at least continue until the end of Mr. Robot. So, um, and X Wing Files will go on. There's three of us, so you know. And who knows? He might show up this week, and if he hears this or anybody hears this and says something to him, it sounds like I'm mad, but I'm re- I'm not mad. I completely understand. What is frustrating is that I'm, I'm not getting communication. Like, I deal with that at work all day. And I'm just, I'm 40. I'm fed up with people not being honest. You know, I'm pretty honest about all of my stuff. Probably to a fault.
1: Yeah, no, I I know what you mean. And I I mean I I reached out to him and um it was very very nice and and I felt everything, or I meant everything that I said and stuff and I didn't hear it back from him. was kind of like, "Well, that, that sucks." I'm not like, you said, I'm not even really mad about it. I'm just kind of like okay. I hate that that it's that way and I don't I don't feel like he's even mad at me, but still. You know what I mean? It's just it just kind of sucks. But that's okay. Like this shit happens. I quit film dispenser and sold it down the river, um, because I just needed to have a hard break and to change something, and um, and that stuff happens, and that's okay. And from the ashes rises a phoenix, and hopefully he's part of that, and that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah.
0: So. It's it is what it is. I my frustration is really that like this is a stupid way to have something end if that's an end like our little thing was our little thing and it was fun and we never really took it that seriously because hell we were going to record every other week and we managed six episodes in six months so you know whatever
1: (laughs) yeah so um so what else has been going on do you get kicked or
0: punched in the face lately (laughs) <laughs> uh not uh literally but metaphorically every single <laughs> day. Fair enough. Um, so
1: the lady you sent me the picture you're talking to is she in New York? Uh
0: no. She's like 15 miles away from me. But she's from New York. Yes. That's well, a that's... very slow-going conversation too, but it is through an app and whatever. So
1: so I read this whole thing, this thing was trending on Twitter today, which is um, unwritten Tinder rules, and I definitely read like a thousand of the tweets, like I just couldn't stop, I thought it was so funny, because that's such a weird thing for me that it exists, because it just, I guess it came out a few years after I got married, so it just never applied to my life, although you would be surprised how many people talk about their married friends who are on Twin Tinder secretly.
0: It, um, is, it is disturbing.
1: Um, well, how would you know? Do you see people you know that are married? Or do they say that they're married secretly? I have seen Secret people
0: that I work with that I know are married. Ooh. I, I have seen people in pictures with their husbands. With his picture, like, blocked out. And uh, their face blurred or whatever. And it's like, I am married. I'm trying to be discreet. Stuff like that. It's not a ton. But it is enough that I'm like... <sighs> I, that's why I stopped taking it seriously. It's creepy, but I really just like looking at people's pictures.
1: Yeah, that's super sketchy. Not you, them. That's <laughs> sketchy on them, their part. Um, but anyway, so I read all these rules, but one of them was or multiple people mentioned that if it takes more than a week to try to meet, then you're doing it wrong. I don't know if that's true, because I've read a lot of foolish rules as well in this whole thing. But I was like, I wonder if that's what people think. And they're like, you got to get on the train. It's quick to swipe, so you better be quick to pay for dinner.
0: I mean, maybe. And maybe that's why I fail at it. Because I'm, like, trying to have a conversation. And apparently nobody else is. So, but I mean, that's kind of what's important to me so if you can't have a conversation with me in some like way shape or form then I don't know that I'm going to waste my time with you no that's fair I think it's a fair statement um, but yeah so yeah I'm talking to some we've only exchanged like basic pleasantries but uh, and then apparently there's some work stuff that I'm trying to figure out that I won't get into specifics. (laughs) Work stuff? Yeah. What does that mean? (laughs) So I've discussed this off air with you.
1: Okay, so that way but you say it's stuff that you're trying to figure out. You know what your thoughts and feelings are. Yes. But is there stuff to
0: actually figure out? Uh, Maybe and oh. not, not necessarily with the person I've told you about <laughs> You're so secretive Yeah but there's a chance that somebody Could stumble onto this so
1: Okay
0: and, and to be fair I do Have this thing where Like I will crush on people For whatever with like No real intent behind it like Oh she's really sweet and cute And I'm kind of crushing on her but like Probably if I went to dinner, I'd be like, I just can't talk to this person. <laughs> that's fair. So, um, the, like the, the whole, you have like the work wife thing. Mm-hmm. So, I just have work crushes, so.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: I have work siblings, so that's what I have.
1: I feel like I have some of those, too. So, you want to hear something crazy not related to any of what we've just been talking to? Sure. And the last... What day is it today? Tuesday. In the last eight days, I have watched 18 movies. Wow. How crazy! Have you been off
0: work for 18 days?
1: <laughs> no, Katie was out of town. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. So I was watching movies at night. Uh, I actually went to the theater twice. I saw Detective Pikachu and the Godzilla movie. I watched Cloak and Dagger for our now dying podcast. Um, I'm just going to run through them really quick. I watched The Heroic Trio, which is a 1993 Kung Fu movie that's got um, Maggie Chung and Michelle Yeoh in it, who I'm trying to get them all my stats. Um, a terrible animated movie called The Guardian Brothers. A crazy short film with Kate Blanchett called Red, where she plays a Black Widow spider who's having an orgasm, but it's Kate Blanchett in a weird costume. It's very weird. Um... A Couch in New York, which is a Juliette Binoche film I've never seen. Greta, which actually is a more recent release, um, with Isabelle Huppert and Chloe Grace Moretz, and it was a really like fun, like fatal attraction, like 90s-style thriller. Done really well. I liked it a lot. Um, Collateral Beauty, which is one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, but it's also one of the most enjoyable because it's just so nutty. Um, Colette, the Kira Knightley film, which was fine. Um couple Kieran Knightley short films because I realized she was really close to my hitting my top 25, so I wanted to get her there, and I did. Um, documentary on the Making of Dogville. Um, Near Dark, which I really liked. We've talked about that. Project A, which is one of the most famous Jackie Chan movies I'd not seen. It was okay. Not as good as some of the other ones I've seen of his lately. Everest, which is a piece of shit. Berlin, I Love You, which is the worst movie I've seen this year so far. And last night I watched the Magnificent 7 2016 version, and it was a pile of poop. Um, and that's what I got.
0: Can we watched to, all that? But it led to something that might be kind of cool.
1: So Are we talking about the kid?
0: Yeah. I really want I, to see it. <clears throat> so, And also your idea, which I won't. That's not for me to say, but
1: oh yeah yeah no i totally have a better idea about how to do a a seven samurai remake i'm gonna explore that but yeah i yeah i was sitting there watching this going why does the villain want to do any of this it is not clear and therefore
0: this whole movie is pointless (laughs) so anyway um i uh i haven't watched any of that so I haven't watched a single film, except for Cloak & Dagger and, uh, what was the other one we were going to... Oh, Space Invaders. You would just see X-Men, right? That's not a movie.
1: But you went to it, correct? (laughs) You're one of the 15 that did?
0: So, yeah, my X-Men experience was horrible, (laughs) because uh, I decided that, fuck, last week, I was going to have some candy. I was oh, at yeah. the movies. I had my popcorn. I had my uh Coke Zero, which I i know I sound like those people that are like, well, I like the di- taste of Diet Coke, but it is to the point where I don't like the taste of regular Coke. I damn sure don't like Diet Coke, but I will drink the fuck out of some Coke Zero. <laughs> I love the way it tastes. So it's not even about it being diet or no sugar. I just love the way it tastes. And, um, uh, so I was like, well, I'm going to get me a box of candy. So I got me a box of the Nestle Crunch Bites or whatever they're called. And sat down and opened the box. I got maybe two small handfuls like to eat with my popcorn and set them aside. I was like, I'm not going to just blow through the box. I'm going to at least let it last the movie. And the movie started. I reached over to grab my box of candy, knocked it off the chair and into the floor and there went my $6 box of candy all over the floor.
1: And fate was like, ha ha.
0: Yeah. It, it, it's funny. Uh, Cause I'd gone, I'm swearing like a sailor, but I had gone to church that morning by myself. I'd been going with you guys, but obviously, and I understand that's not me guilting you. I fully expected you to just be like, no dude, I didn't seen my wife and kid in a week like we're off all day together i'm gonna spend three hours going to church and going out to lunch on sunday no we're gonna hang out at the house man um so usually
1: we would have i mean it's it's just like usually 50 50 it's all about how tired and beat up she is and i think if she had not gone to like because she went to florida and then was in georgia with family and sibling and then back to like i think if one of those had been different then I think we probably would have been there because she really wanted to go and I wanted to go. Um, and so it was one of those things where she was just like physically I'm beat and she has this procedure tomorrow and that's really kind of weighing over her and uh, and which is all fine. Like she'll be totally fine, but it's still it's just a, you're still getting You know, you're getting something done. So it's it feels intense no matter what. Yep. And and so I think it's just sort of it was like ah, we're just going to we mentally need to take a day more than anything else.
0: But anyway. Absolutely, and <laughs> this is gonna sound like a dick thing to say, but I'm really glad you didn't go You suck <laughs> Why, did you meet uh, another secret friend, lady, whatever? No, no, but uh, A, I didn't go to the early service, I got to sleep in a little bit and then get up and do my exercises that I've been doing and go for a walk and all that fun stuff So I went to the later service so I could just go straight to the movie oh, when nice. the service was over so, uh, it was not on the movie that they said it was going to be, it was actually on a quiet place. So we've been going to this weird church that the guy <laughs> had a whole series of sermons called at the movies. And it's not at the movies with these shitty Christian films that get put out. Like he used a quiet place, St. Vincent, um, um, Winnie the Pooh, which is fairly tame. Um, Christopher Robin, not Winnie the Pooh, just to be clear. Yeah, sorry, Christopher Robin. Um,
1: uh, What else was there? It's it's the Churchill movie that uh, Gary Oldman won the Oscar for. Right, right. Uh,
0: Darkest Hour. Darkest Hour. Yeah. So this week was supposed to be St. Vincent, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. It was a quiet place.
1: Why why, did they change it? Do you know why they changed it?
0: I don't know. Like okay. it, there was a whole thing at the beginning where it was like, well, the guy that was going to come up really wanted to do Saint Vincent, and I kind of pushed him into doing a quiet place because I really think it's it's more fitting for uh, him and kind of what he's had to deal with and all this stuff. And so, just to give more
1: clarity, because Maria's going to be listening, going like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> but so. So I'm in the a whole, crazy
0: religious cult now.
1: No, no, you're not explaining that. They, everyone knows what church is. So no, but you're not explaining what happened. So what they did is they, for four or five weeks, they would show clips from the movie and interspersed with the clips, they would have like professionally filmed video of the the pastor talking about sort of a theme within the movie and the clips that we were seeing and how that sort of relates to how we should maybe live at live our lives or look at our lives or examine our lives. And usually there's a little bit of scripture to back up his thoughts. Um, and it's just more of like this movie's talking about this, which I think speaks to all of us. Um, and you should take XYZ lesson from that and maybe examine that. And so now what they're doing is after the movie, so they're having someone come up and talk about why that movie or that that theme was important to them, or uh, or maybe clarifying or refining a thought process, or altering to some degree the thought process that the pastor had, and it's not the pastor talking, it's another person, is typically what's been happening. Um, and so, which we joked last week that, like, all this time, and you've basically not seen the pastor preach that you've been going for, like, over a month, and you've not yet seen him preach because it's been video or him just introducing someone else.
0: Yeah. And, and, to lead you to- Sorry, yeah. And the first first time I went was a quiet place, I believe. It might have been Winnie the Pooh. As Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Was it? Yeah, because
1: yeah, okay. that came first.
0: Okay. So so the second time I got to see something, he did it entirely in sign language, which blew me away. Because
1: yeah, that was really cool. I didn't, I didn't expect him to do that. That was really
0: cool. And you could tell it was something he wasn't overly familiar with like maybe just as a pastor he had learned some sign language here and there and then went to the trouble of like i'm gonna write this sermon out and then learn how to sign it yes and it turns out that was the case uh they talked about that and then the guy that got up and spoke uh it was all about uh the message he got from the movie which was um how much this if you've seen a quiet place the girl couldn't look at herself through her father's eyes. She could only see herself through her own eyes and how flawed in every possible way she was. And she could never reconcile that with, it doesn't matter that, that you see yourself as flawed. He's your father and he loves you anyway, not in spite of it or despite of it, or just regardless, he loves you. Like right. it doesn't matter that you're flawed. Sure. and, That in the end, a lot of times those flaws wind up being the thing that, like, what you see as a flaw actually winds up being the thing that helps somebody or multiple people the most. Yeah. And so, like... Because she solves the problem,
1: basically, because of her hearing loss at the end of the movie, yeah. And I just, I got a lot out of that, and... Wait, why were you okay. sad we weren't there? Oh, because you could go to the late service. Never mind. I got hung up on that emotional impact of your statement.
0: Well, I mean, and that that helps too. So I don't yeah. really like getting emotional <laughs> in front of people, even though it's happened.
1: <laughs>
0: well, the one nice thing
1: is you're in a dark movie theater, so it's like the safest place for that kind of group emotion, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, it so was we, nice. So we've been – so okay, I'm sorry. Did you have other stuff to say about it? I just, who No,
0: realized. no, no, no. Go ahead. So we've
1: been going there. Katie and I have been um, since January off and on. We um, we went there years ago, and I have this memory, which I'm convinced is a false memory based on what I've seen since January, um, that when we went, the pastor was not the same pastor, or he was much more – he had more meat on his bones, we shall say, and was also wearing like a black suit. And was like super into himself when we didn't like it that's my memory of it but what happened is when we moved to chattanooga um is the most churched city in the southeast i don't know if you know this about chattanooga but like per capita it has more churches per individuals than any other city in the southeast um which is saying something when the stereotype of the Southeast is like the Bible belt kind of thing. Um, and so it's also been described to me as the most liberal church city possible, um, in America. Cause it's a very conservative city, but also very liberal at the same time. And they sort of fight with each other, those concepts. Um, anyway, so we went to like, at one point, like a different church every single week for like months and months and months. Like we've been to like 25 churches in town. Um, And so we visited this one one time when we moved here, so that would have been like six years ago or whatever, um, and did not like it and did not go back. And um, it was that search is one of those things that with Katie, for me, I'm like, cool, we can we can just stop, uh, we can stop looking, right? We're good. We'll just like stay home and like watch a movie because I do believe that movies are my church in in a lot of ways, and so. and and that's very hard for katie that concept and uh of not going because that's something she's always done and something she also finds a lot of meaning in and fulfillment in um and like i hate church music like i really hate church music i'm not like i'm just like ugh. i just can't do it can we be late every there was one church we went to for a while where i would like like the pastor like the message every week it was very love thy neighbor and like the stuff that i think is important um and but like i hate the music so much that like, we just showed up 15 minutes late every week, so I didn't have to sit through the music every week, um, which is very kind of Katie to put up with my bullshit. But anyway, um, but so we we stopped going because when Ezra was born, we lost child care, basically, because the church we were going to was so tiny. They didn't have, like, a nursery for a kid his age. He was so young compared to all the other kids. They just didn't have real care. So we ended up having to, like – like, I'm walking him in the lobby while Katie's sitting in the service and that's just it just doesn't work. And so we stopped going anywhere, but we sort of tried to like step out and find a new place. And um for whatever reason in my head I'd heard good things about this church and was like, Katie, it was so long ago, <laughs> let's try that place again. Plus it was in a movie theater, so which is probably why it stuck in my mind is like this is a movie theater I go to and like I don't know. It's more comfortable for me. So let's try it out again. That sounds such a man dick move on my part. Um, But I sort of pushed, like, let's try that place again. And we went, and he was doing a service on – or a series on the Mr. Rogers documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor?, And what he was doing is taking, going in chronological order in the movie, basically three to five minute clips at a time, basically scenes of the movie, taking that clip and then talking about the teachings of Mr. Rogers and what's in the documentary and working through the entire movie. So it was like 17 weeks of just like examining this movie, which come on, man, it's like a college course. Sign me up, right? But the challenge was I realized when we went – I looked at Katie as we got in the car and said, that was really interesting, and I would come back for this. But you understand next week is make it or break it for me. And she went, why? And I went, because next week is the part. Have you seen the documentary, Logan? So the the next week was going to be a scene, which is where Mr. Rogers talks to the police officer who was um, uh, in reality a black gay man. And in the movie they discuss like the challenges mr rogers faces and that at the time of uh, both having a black man play a police officer and he's washes his feet with the police officer like the famous move in the pool um which is a huge deal but also he is gay and it talks about like the quote unquote issue which i hate calling it an issue um but basically because mr rogers was a video you know, from Uh, pastor and has all this religious background and sort of how he deals with a gay man in the public spotlight and like they're literally next week going to talk about gay people in church and it's going to totally make or break my experience with this whole church and whether or not we ever come back but we were so like intrigued with what they would do we had to come back and we came back and I heard the most inclusive, loving sermon I've ever heard in my entire life. I um, thought it was just so wonderful. And we've basically only missed weeks when we were traveling or like this past week when Katie was super exhausted from traveling um, since. And we've been going the whole time. And we've really in we've been challenged by it and very engaged with it and really like it. Um, and so um, – I don't know. I think there's a lot of bad things about religion, but what is, um, this church is non-denominational. And I think because of that, they've don't have any oversight that's telling them what they have to do. And therefore they're, um, they're walking to the beat of their own very love filled drum. And it's been very, it's been very nice. And I'm glad that you're coming. What are, what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Cause we meant to talk about this last time and we didn't, but what are your thoughts on the whole, the whole thing?
0: Well, I mean, I'm a lot like Katie. My granddad was a pastor. I grew up in the church. We never didn't go to church unless we were uh, with my dad, like, out of town because my parents were divorced or something. Um, so it wasn't until I was a teen that I realized that. My it's gonna sound terrible, but I've talked bad about her before. My mom used church as a way to drop us off somewhere and not have to deal with us for yeah. several hours because we would go to the early or we would go. We only have one service. We'd go to the service and then we would go usually with my aunt and my cousins, like, like out to eat. My uncle would buy us food, and then we come back, and usually we're involved in some way, shape, or form with the youth, hang out in the gym, and then have the night service, and then she'd come back and pick us up. So, like, when I became a teenager and I realized that, I was like, this is awful. <laughs> um, and I, I started getting a little more uh, liberal about things and seeing a lot of, like... Some good people, but for the most part, like, these people, a lot of these people are just so backward thinking. So I, I eventually just got away from it. I always enjoy going and listening to the message. If it's not a fire and brimstone, hey, don't, you know, we got to stop aborting babies. If it's, I don't want to say non-political, because to me, those issues aren't really political. Um, but if it wasn't about those hot button topics like if it was legit about jesus like stuff i was really into it because i'm really into the new testament (laughs) but all that old school crap i just like i don't don't get into it so it's been a while since i really really loved going to church um also like you I mostly hate church music. And when I'm in Columbus and I go to church with my family because it's usually the only time I can see most of them in one place at the same time. Although I do like the pastor. Um, I intentionally, I tell them I'm going to be there, save me a seat. And then I show up about 15 minutes late because I just, I can't really deal with it. So, you know. And I don't like the let's pass the offering plate around and try to guilt people into giving us money. And I understand the speaking in tongues thing, but we are in the South and like that is a big part of assemblies of God and stuff like that. It's so distracting to me and feels like such a show. Whether it is or it isn't, I'm not, that's not on me. It just has never done anything but made me just want to get up and leave right so I, I just it's hard for me to get into it but i love this yeah
1: i mean it's uh it's doesn't sound like any of that
0: <laughs> yeah
1: um no i don't know man it's i've i've enjoyed it very much it's um my faith i think is um hashtag compliment complicated <laughs> um yeah. But but like, I've I've really I'm a big New Testament fan too, and in, in a lot of ways, and and I think that, um, yeah, I mean, it's they seem to have the right idea. There's a lot of like self care so that you can take care of others in its focus, Um and and there's instead of ju- judgment, it's not, and it's not even about saying like go be an asshole and you'll be free. It's not like one of those kind of, and like, and everything will be okay anyway. It's like, so, so there is a lack of judgment, but it's not a, there's not a lack of like, hey, but you gotta be okay. And you have to understand you have value so that you can be okay. And there's a lot of very human things. And I think that um, churches do an extremely human practice. Um, uh, it, whether or not you um, uh, believe in God, like, I don't, I don't know, uh, like, people who might be listening's place in life, but like, whether or not you do, you could objectively see what I'm saying is true. Like church is something for humans. God, if God exists, he does not need church. Like he's not showing up every Sunday for himself. You know what I mean? And, and so because it's, because it's a human experience and a human um, desire need, however you want to categorize it, um, you have to, treat people like they're human. And I think there's like, like I grew up in a way that like I, I was told very, very young um, in front of my mom who didn't, I don't think even today would have the real capacity to know how to handle this, but even then didn't know how to, especially, um, which I can only imagine being like 32 being my age right now. And someone saying this in front of me to my kid, um, but saying to, to me essentially that I would be going to hell because my mom had me out of wedlock. Like, that's some crazy pious shit, and and um, and and that's not human. That's not a human take on things. That's saying we should all be like a god, and we can all strive to be good. And and if Jesus was without sin, and that's the thought process, and like they, if, then you can strive to be good, but you're human, so you won't be perfect by definition of being human. And I think people forget that in church, and that's where you get the judgment that flows so freely in most of the, my church experience um and until now and and at this time i what i experience is something much more akin to truly love thy neighbor because your neighbor probably needs a hug just like you probably need a hug okay. except a consensual hug don't forget that part <laughs> and and so yeah if
0: you see me don't hug me please yeah
1: yeah no, <laughs> metaphor metaphorical hug and so um but i don't know i've never i've never fully experienced anything like it um and, and it's really refreshing, especially um, in the most church city in the southeast. You know, um, it's fascinating. And um, I've, I've yet to feel, I have often felt a deep desire, because they usually drive us to church, to like, Katie, let's just go to Waffle House and have family breakfast. Katie, let's just, Target's open, let's go walk through Target. Katie, let's don't, you know what I mean? I've had those feelings, but I've yet to have that feeling, um, coming to to this this place and it's been kind of kind of surprising um and i'm enjoying it and i'm and i'm disappointed i wasn't there this week Uh, i am glad because they during the at the movies you cannot see those services because of the copyright issues they don't distribute them um but uh the the after the movies is available so i'm going to listen to this past week's um probably uh thursday and so, um, I'm excited to be able to at least catch up on what I missed, which is a weird
0: feeling. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you'll enjoy it. I, it's weird to say, but I think part of the reason it connected with me is the same reason, like watching Bojack Horseman, like hits me so freaking deep just because of the like, am I a good person if I do bad things or if I do bad things, does that always make me a terrible person? You know, so and that's kind of what this not just last week, but like this whole thing, the last few weeks has felt like it's like, yeah, I mean, people do bad things like.
1: But defining yourself by a mistake or a habit is not actually accurate. It's the same reason. I mean, it's the same. Honestly, it's the same thing that like a therapist deals with with you. Is it's like like your habit that is frustrating to you or frustrating to others or hurtful to others is not actually who you are, um, and and because you, for example, because you have a hard time keeping relationships when someone's further removed from you, um, but it's because you're so used to people like there's a reason why there's you're used to people leaving you and so you leave. Preemptively. And there's, you know what I mean? It's like instead of going, hey, you're a bad person because you have a hard time keeping friendships long distance and long term, that the one way to look at it is you're bad. And the other is one, you're human and there's a reason for that. And maybe if you can understand that reason a little better, and, and see that for what it is, then you can try with one of those relationships to build that bridge, and maybe that'll lead to you building more bridges. That's therapy. That's what this, that's what this is doing. And I truly feel like um, uh, d- the teachings of Jesus are some of the first therapeutic teachings that have gotten twisted and turned into a lot of other things. Um, and it's kind of fascinating to watch him, the, the pastor, sort of apply all of that in this very human way
0: it's nice yeah i I mean i really really dig it to the point that um i honestly think i'm not going to columbus this week um oh really yeah i i got an out from my dad and i think i'm gonna take it i feel horrible of uh, not being there on father's day but money is a little tight for me right now um because i'm uh, an additional almost $3,000 in debt to get this car that I now have fixed up. Yeah. So um, I'm going to make a real effort to try to pay that down. And, uh, you know, so... we'll like, come, come to help.
1: Secret Life of Pets.
0: I will think about it.
1: <laughs> I mean, well, honestly, probably won't make it through the whole movie, so it'd at least be fun
0: to see some of it with him um yeah it just doesn't like i tried to watch the first one i was like this is i don't like this (laughs) yeah it's more
1: about watching him watch the movie yeah yes so him being ezra not some stranger we've
0: attacked and brought to secret life of pets as a form of torture i i will say this is also gonna sound horrible the thing i did miss this sunday is uh hanging out with your kid for even 45 minutes or whatever for lunch yes yeah. No, he actually asked about you this weekend, too, which is nice.
1: I like Kate at one point. Could nice. you, I was like, can you believe we're, like, at this point now? And it's like, like it's <laughs> how things have changed so much. And, like, it's not that you're unlikable, but things. We're on a different side of the spectrum of friendship with you two. And now we've gone to
0: the other end, and it's very nice. It is very nice. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what it is about me, like connecting on whatever level with kids but it definitely bothered me that i'm like there's not a kid i've ever met that absolutely hated me mostly because i like the same stupid juvenile stuff that they like (laughs) so that this kid looks at me and is just like oh my god like it just breaks my heart
1: (laughs) but it was never about you and now now it's proven um but that's the thing. Maybe it's because you don't like Secret Life of Pets and y'all just didn't connect on that level.
0: <laughs> we did connect with the Iron Giant, though.
1: Yes. He's so, God Almighty, man. He loves that movie so much. It's um, a he, great film. He does the Superman arms every time Giant flies oh into the God. sky. All right, so straight up. the So the first time we watched it uh, recently, because we watched it a lot back in the day, but he sort of became, he was at that young age where it became a little intense, like he wasn't quite processing, but he was understanding just enough to be like, "Oh, something's, something's more intense than I thought it was." At the ending of this movie, um, and so we stopped for a while, and we came back to it. Cause he's a little older, and we can kind of talk to him, talk him through stuff. And so he wanted me to hold him. I think that's one of the things Katie took the picture of, is me holding him as we were watching it. And so we're, but we're at the end of the movie, and we're getting to the end of it, and I'm explaining, trying to like explain. So so Ezra's so giant. Giants upset because Hogarth got hurt and so he's he's upset and and he's sad and that means and so he's acting mean cuz he's sad and 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 but he really wants to be superman do you remember and i'm telling us like do you remember superman he's like yes yes and i was like from the comic book he goes yes superman i remember and and, and i'm holding him and stuff and trying to walk him through this and then like when so that like the army you know the, everything gets kind of sorted out so I it looks see hogarth, hogarth is okay and hogarth can remind um giant that you don't want to be a gun you don't want to be bad you want to be a hero you want to be like and and ezra's like superman i'm like that's right that's right and so giant comes like he you know he's got the gun pointing at hogarth that whole thing and he like undoes that and becomes the giant that we know and ezra's like smiling i'm like see he's okay and everything's good and and so they walk up to the you know they're talking to the the um the army and mansley suits the missile anyway orders the missile firing and so i'm trying to explain to ezra i'm like i don't want to tell him what a missile is but i'm like See the the thing there, if it lands on the city, the, everyone in the city will be hurt. And the giant wants to be a hero, and heroes don't let people get hurt if they can help it. They try to help people. And Ezra's like, yes, yes, yes. So as the giant takes off and is flying towards him, I said, the giant is going to get hurt, help. It. And I start like I'm like, tears are falling down my face. <laughs> and I'm explaining to Ezra that the giant's gonna he's gonna be hurt so that he can save the city. And that's what heroes do. You, you you do whatever you can, even if it hurts you, to help people. And Ezra's like, he's a hero. And I'm like weeping, but trying to be super like cool about it. And so then the bomb happens, and I said... And out goes, he did it, he did it. And I'm like, again, just tears, just more. And Ezra's going, yay, Superman, he's giant's a hero. <laughs> and um, and then Ezra's favorite part of the whole movie is the first time the giant gets broken apart and all of his little parts come back to him to fix himself. It's his favorite part of the whole movie with like the hand going through the, the house and stuff. Yeah. And so I said, Ezra. Do you remember? Because I know he doesn't remember the movie from when we watched it, you know, a year ago. It's like, do you remember when Giant was broken and he helped fix himself with the radar coming out of his head? And it's like, yeah, yeah. So like, just keep remembering that. Let's keep watching. And then the the screw shows up. And Ezra start, and Ezra like his whole body, like his posture is like all rigid and excited. He goes, "Antenna, antenna!" He's fixing himself. He's fixing himself. And then, sure enough, the thing starts rolling, and he is just like screaming. He's so excited as he watches the stuff roll. And then it cuts to Antarctica, and he and you see the leg hopping, and he's like, or Iceland or whatever it is, Greenland, and and it's and you see the leg hopping, and he goes, "It's his leg." And he goes, it's his arm. And then there's this other thing that I don't know exactly what it is. It's not a defined body part. And he goes, it's his thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it gets, in and it goes up to the um to the head. And I said, and what's that? Because you can see Giant's face, and he, and the and Ezra's being really quiet. And then the eyes open, and he goes, it's Giant. <laughs> And then he smiles, and then we just clap a lot and start yelling "Yay!" So that's what's happened, minus the tears every single time we watch that movie since we started watching it again. It's been awesome. It's been my favorite movie thing since he's been born.
0: I, I well, I don't know because I haven't been there or really experienced much of all of it. I, I've been there for some of the cartoons, which get a little. Uh, but I'll, they all do. They're just so repetitive. <laughs> yeah. Um, But kids do that thing. Unfortunately, all my nieces and nephews and little brother all had that thing for whatever length of time that that was the movie that they watched. And almost all of them, it was crap films where I was just like, please, I don't want to like, I don't hate cars, but I don't want to watch cars again. <laughs> Like, no, can we watch anything else? Um, I don't know if it's just the benefit of having you as a father, but at least your child has good taste in the animated stuff. He insists on watching repeatedly. We're pretentious as shit about it.
1: That's a part of it. We do not let him watch. Like, we don't, like, he doesn't know about the existence of a SpongeBob SquarePants. He, um, if we can avoid it, we, he just doesn't know stuff. Um, and so like Paw Patrol was, he knows about the Paw Patrol toys and he knew about them for like eight months before he knew that Paw Patrol was a TV show. And now, so I got the, the Nickelodeon app for like a month and it's such an awful show. We just told him the channel was broken and I unsubscribed from the channel. And he just yeah. he can't watch it, and so we sort of do it that way. Um, and so our biggest concession is *The Secret Life of Pets*, um, because it's not a fun movie to watch a lot. But we don't let him watch it a ton, because um, the bunny gets them super hyped up. Kevin Hart's little bunny is yeah. like it's so intense, and so we um so the first half of the movie the bunny's not really in it, and so it's okay. But once the bunny kind of comes into play, it's it's a little much. And he is a kid who gets hyped up. Like, I wasn't like that the same way at all. I was very different. And, but he really feeds off the emotions of what's happening. And it's just, it's a no go. And so we can't watch it much. But even then, we have like New York stuff we can talk about, which he likes because he's been there and he can name the Brooklyn Bridge and stuff like that. And so he has fun with that. But that's really the only one. The rest of it's been Ratatouille, Wally, My Neighbor Totoro, Iron Giant. Stuff like that. It's been it's been a nice batch.
0: Yeah, I, that's it's just nice that you don't have to watch a bunch of garbage. Helps that you don't have cable TV. Oh yeah, it's definitely a big part of it.
1: He doesn't. He was um, at his grandparents' house for a couple of days last week, and they have cable. And he was trying to figure out how to make it like he didn't understand that he couldn't just say what he wanted to watch and watch it. And yes. I, and I, and and I and I guess I get the benefit. Of not having that on demand mentality, but at the same time, like he doesn't have that channel surfing, any bullshit in a storm will do mentality. Right, right. And it's worked out pretty well for us.
0: Yeah, it's really nice. Um, I can't wait till he's uh, into more of, I guess, my level of whatever. So,
1: like that first grader, second grader material.
0: Yeah. It's a joke, but it's still kind of true. Absolutely. I'm not denying it. No, I know. It's just um, funny to me. I'm, I was so disappointed this weekend with X-Men. <laughs> I, yeah, I
1: just... I didn't go. This would be the first X-Men. I've already decided, just like I did with Jurassic World, I'm just not going to go see it. I'm just not going to do it. I'll see it when it's on HBO in a year. Or Disney <laughs> Plus, or whatever.
0: Yeah. I, I, I struggle with the... Uh... My love for the the idea of the characters, I guess, as opposed to like the actuality of i mean there's two good movies that's really it <laughs> there's so many, and only two of them are really any good at all,
1: yeah, I'm thankful
0: for Logan and the Wolverine I like that those exist yeah i they for me they exist outside of the that's true. Uh, X-Men, like, canon. Like, the team idea. Where you look at, like, the Avengers stuff, and, yeah, it's kind of cookie-cutter to a degree and formulaic, and there are lesser, far, far lesser, but there's nothing that's actively boring or bad. Like, even the Dark World, especially in light of uh, Endgame, the Dark World has a almost like chamber of secrets where when i saw chamber of secrets i was like this movie's garbage like really you went back to the well with this crap and then by the time you get to i guess order of the phoenix Mm -hmm. uh that's when you start finding out about the horcruxes right yes yeah and i'm like holy shit (laughs) oh my god that's brilliant and it takes on this whole other meaning. Where it's still not... Like, if I could skip any Harry Potter movie when I watch it, it's definitely that one. But, I gotta
1: get my Gilderoy Lockhart fix, though. Kenneth is having such a good
0: time. He really is. Um, but it it's become this whole different thing where I don't actively think of it as like, yeah, I just didn't like that movie. Where I'm like, that movie's got some genius stuff in it. Uh, obviously all based off the books, but whatever and but I it's just not one that I love I just can appreciate it where like the X-Men franchise as time has gone on outside of Deadpool and uh, the last two Wolverine movies I, I love X-Men too and I could sit down and watch it at any point in time and I almost feel the same way about first class. Probably about eighty percent of that movie. And outside of that, I don't know that I care if I ever watch a single one of the other films again.
1: Yeah, no. I don't I mean I can't see myself doing it.
0: Uh, it's just it's really sad. But who knows? In five years we might be singing a different song of like, Oh my god, this is what it should have been all along. It could be. We'll see. Yeah.
1: All right, man. I got about time to wrap it up for me. Um, Yeah. I do want to make a recommendation to you though. Okay. Have you listened to the stitcher Wolverine podcast?
0: No, I have the, they actually went back and published it as a comic book and I've been buying those, but I haven't read them because I was like, no, I should just listen to the podcast.
1: (laughs) It is so good. I just finished the the so it's the second season just came out on Stitcher, but these are we they're releasing them I think weekly on iTunes with with ads, but the ads aren't bad. Um, but I just finished the first season, the Long Night is what they call it, um, and the new one's called the Lost Trail, dude. It's like a film noir, Logan it's so good there's like a murder mystery and a town that's got stuff going on and wolverine's not in a huge bit of it you follow a couple of agents who are kind of investigating some murders in this small town in alaska so he's not in it a ton but when he is he has a good impact so it's not cheesy at all um with a solid ending and i just um i listened to the trailer for season two and um funnily enough uh one of my favorite Cajuns is going to show up. So anyway, but yeah. I think they're going to, but I think they're going to make him cool. <laughs> like I'm going to be able to be like, hey, look, it's not just my nostalgia. He's really good. Um, so anyway, I'm just saying, like, it's really, really cool. The first season is top notch. I recommend it highly to you, especially for your walks. Is
0: it going to make me sad that uh, we never get around to doing <laughs> any of our podcast radio play stuff?
1: No, it's going to make you want to get around to doing it. There's a difference. Okay.
0: I just thought about the fact that I now have to rethink all of the stuff we were... Like, I've written some stuff for the X-Wing files, the radio play goofy bullshit we were doing, Mm -hmm. and now I don't know what I'm going to do.
1: Sometimes the creative hurdle is the challenge
0: you need to make something better than you ever were going to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, i'll figure it out i did also start like legit writing stuff again which was an absolute surprise
1: yeah it's weird i've I've gotten into it lately too i just totally rewrote my two dudes in a box short film because i want to make it anyway it's a whole other thing yeah. next time we will talk about our creative projects um <laughs> but keep writing
0: that. I am actually when I hang up, I'm probably gonna go right. It's been tough this week, it's mostly just been like a paragraph, and I'm like, my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> but I always write something, even if it's just four sentences.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well,
1: very good, my friend. All right, man. Well, have a good night, Marie and Jacob. Thanks for listening, as always. Anyone else out there, thank you too. And uh, have a better tomorrow. And don't eat candy.
0: Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bring me some candy. Somebody brought donuts to work today. I'm so pissed. What a jerk. They <laughs> kept trying to get me to eat them. Anyway, bye, everybody. Bye. bye.